Hi, I'm Lindsay Williams, your podcast host, and welcome to Busy Mom's Fitness Corner, Manifesting Through Motherhood, where we dive deep into the empowering journey of balancing motherhood and personal wellness. As modern day mums, we can possess an incredible ability to manifest your dreams while nurturing your family's well-being. Join me as we explore the transformative power of mindset, goal setting and self-care, equipping you with practical strategies to create the life you envision. And who said manifesting has to be hard? Happy Friday and welcome back if you're new to the podcast. Welcome, it's lovely to have you here. So it's back to school today and Monday. Well, it's Monday for me. So happy Friday, guys. And I know there's been quite a few parents on the socials getting super excited for the children to get back. I think it's been a really long six weeks. And I think, you know, you I think you get to like the end of the summer holidays and the children are just like plateaued at this point. They just need stimulation. They need they need routine. I know my son is starting specialist high on Monday. So I'm so excited, not at all nervous because the school he's going to is phenomenal. It's got everything that he needs. And I've just got to trust the process really because if I worry, he'll worry. And I've asked him, is there anything I'm worried about? So it's really important to talk to children no matter what age or what school they're going to. And I've like a little bit of a worry card or a worry you know, chart and, and ask them, is there anything that they're worried about or they're excited and, and encourage that more. So he will be talking about things that have been spoke about on taste today's and I might even like body language and facial language is really important because he got excited and I was like, I get really like overexcited and he like then got more excited. So it given that little bit of, yeah, I've got this to go and look forward to. I'm so excited and that's all it's about, isn't it? It's, you know, we have our worries, but it's not good to put our worries on our children. So it's so important just to, you know, we all have parent worries and I worry all the time. And, you know, especially if you're new parents and you've got children getting on school buses, you know, because, the, you know, that's what they have to do now to get. I mean, I remember going to high school and I remember get, catching the bus and I wasn't too bothered, really. But I always remember, like, there were kids on the bus throwing things and, I mean, obviously they've got bus monitors now, but but my son, he, he can't go to school on his own. He needs assistance, so I have to take him to school because he hasn't got that strange danger. He hasn't got road, he hasn't got any road sense. And hopefully we'll do in time, he will get that. So I just thought I'd do a little podcast today and talk about, you know, back to school organisation and, and just about, you know, taking it easy. The first week, we all have our routines, but just settle back into a routine. Don't overthink things too much. Don't try and cram too many things in because I know it's so easy just to get back into old patterns, into old habits. And I just want to just take the week. So what I've done for my week, and my husband's like on a 6-2 shift, so he'll be home and I will be taking him to school the first week uh, and my mum's going to be coming, so that'd be lovely. But then my husband will be finishing so he can pick him up. So he's still getting the best of both worlds. So he's still getting that enjoyment of seeing him and seeing the school and maybe meeting some new parents in his class. So, you know, just take your time. So what I've done, I've booked, um, I've not booked any work for the first two days, like after three. So I'm just making time that I can sit and talk to him and look at what he's going to be doing in his timetable. So it's just not rushing that week. And, you know, I'm not overpowering the children when they get home. Because, like, what have you been up to? And asking them loads of questions. Because I think the approach that I think I've learned to take is, you know, let them ask, let them tell you. Because I think children can be quite defiant on 
information. So I just, I have a different approach where I will say, what exciting things have you done? Tell me five exciting things you've done today rather than what have you done today? And they, and they go, well, I did this and I did this. So it's kind of like that reverse psychology with children. I think we all, we all do it and we all need it. Um, and looking at the meal planning, you know, on a Sunday, get get the children involved and ask them what food they want to eat because I know children will be going back to eating like hot dinners or packed lunches. So my son's going on back on packed lunches, but I am going to encourage him to have two days of school dinners. So I want him to have some more wholesome food because he has snacked a lot through the, the summer. So I want him to have some more vegetables and, and meats. So it's good to plan for ready for the first week when the children are tired, they don't want to be bothered. So if you've got a little bit of a schedule going or a bit of a meal plan on the fridge, it really does work. Um, and you know what? You may Emotions is a big thing. And I know a lot of parents have said to me, I feel like I want to cry. So, you know, could you imagine us all crying on the first day? It's just, it is emotional when your child leaves, you know, primary school. But, you know, and it's it's all right if you feel like a bit of a, it is a bit of an emotional roller coaster because it's like, it's like your baby's left the nest when they go to high school and your baby's grown up and it's, it's such a, a strange time of feelings. I remember when he started primary school. and But I am not upset from starting high school. I'm actually quite excited because I know he's going to be safe and looked after. But it's all right to feel emotional if you're a parent because that's that's just life. It's love and we care for our children. And we just don't show the emotions, obviously, too much behind the children as in, like, they, they might feel guilty going to school if you're crying because my son would be like, what's the matter? So it's really nice to talk to friends and, and, and meet new parents. And I always say to people, encourage, I always encourage other mums to go and, you know, get to know other mums. And you can kind of see what children in the same year, because everyone congregates in the same area. So go and speak to parents. If, you know, if you don't have many friends or you struggle to make new friends, go and speak. To, there's always a there's always a mum that looks quite approachable. I'm usually that mum. When they're chatty, I'm smiling. I'll welcome anyone into a group. So go and say hi, and you know sometimes a problem shared is is a problem cared. You know, so speak about you know, you know I'm going to a specialist high school, and you know so the parents that are going to I'm going to be meeting are children with additional needs. So we're going to have similar problems and similar issues. So it's really good for my support network to know how other parents know how I feel on a day to day basis, and just pace yourself that week. You know, don't stress out too much and running here there and everywhere i think organization is key get your organization sorted you can pace yourself pretty well i've always talked about time blocking time block for the week everything you can make sure you've got a little bit of self-care in there a bit of you time for reflection and how you're feeling because it's so important just to you know to be in tune with yourself um you know and explain to the children like what's going to be happening for the week so they do get the timetable look at what's expected of them and especially like having a child going to high school that you have to do have more responsibility uh, more boundaries bed early so it's getting back into that ritual of I mean I've done it this week so like it's so light now and my son's nearly 12 and he's like and I've been letting him get go to bed about 10 sometimes it's got later because he's not winding down because of his needs so I say so it's been eight and he's like it's not a bedtime like it is actually eight o'clock so you need to wind down so I've kind of been saying like you know you know the teachers are going to know that you've got bags (laughs) so this is a thing so he's like he soon shuts his eyes so we need to like 
soothe him to get to sleep because he's just not winding down. So I think it's really important to beginning of the week or maybe like tonight or Sunday just to speak to the children and saying that I expect you'd like this is like back to Monday to Friday. Um, this is what I say to my son. I expect you to, you know, try and go to the shower for yourself or try and, you know, make sure you're brushing your teeth before bed. You're winding down and we're not having the technology on an hour before bed. Maybe a little book reading. So introduce some more reading together. And I think sometimes that's a really good time to get a little bit more out of children when you're not, you've not got your phone and they've not got their technology to open up a conversation, like up, ask open questions and especially when they come home from school, like, you know, like they, they can open up. If they feel like they're in a safe place that they can open up, it's really good. Um, so, and making sure like they've got a bit of a nice calming environment when they come home because it's, it's going to be so sensory overloaded for the first few days. I mean, some children react so much differently to, you know, the, the environment and some people like the hustle and bustle. Some people like to just come home and relax. So it's looking at that maturity now of like when you're transitioning going to a high school, puberty starting and moods arisen and so it's just keeping that calm as a parent and not like getting your flight, you know, your fight or flight kicks in. So I have to make sure that my strategies are in place. I need to change, I need to cut the open strings, as everybody always tells me. And it's so hard when you've got a child with additional needs because you like you worry so much about them and and, and any child, you're like, what they're going to be doing? Are they going to make friends? Are they going to get bullied? Are they going to be in the right class, in the right set? There's just, like, so many things, like, variables that you've got to consider. So it's just reduce your, all, like, your overwhelm for the week. Last thing we want is, like, Monday, Tuesday, parents are back in overwhelm. I mean, I've spoke to a lot of parents, and they're quite excited for the time to get the business. I've got a lot of women that are, you know, entrepreneurs that I work with and, and they just want to get get the business going a little bit because I think you're at that time now where you've had a, like a good six weeks where you've probably like maybe sometimes took a back step with your business and with working, you've had to take some time off involuntary. So it's time now for your, this is your time now from September to, you know, to the next holidays to ramp it up a little bit. But just pace yourself, don't go, don't go too crazy. Um, and just give yourself a week or two to work out family logistics out, Obviously, we've got the traffic to consider, so we've got back to, I've been working from home, so it's back travelling, so it's working at your travel distances to your new schools, you could be in a different area. It, can you walk to the school? I'm going to walk, I'm going to I'm gonna actually probably walk and pick him up a couple of days, especially while it's nice, because um, I think it's really important just to try, because it's not as far the school, so it's important just to get that exercise in and look at different things you can do, and that's a really good you know, um, place to walk home and, and open the discussion with children and what they're up to because you're out and the environment and it, it's a whole different scenario than rushing into a car and to, like, straight into chaos. Um, and just give the, the children a checklist if they want to take some responsibility and create their own checklist um, and just create a happy, harmonious environment, really. That's all we want. We don't want stress and, and bickering. And if you've got more than one children, I know a lot of you have, we don't want that stress and every, everybody's popping in and out of the house all the time. And so, because everyone's got bigger families, haven't they? So, and uh, and like I said before, just find out a bit more like what's going on in your area, what 
things you can do with the children after school. I know I'm going to be looking at clubs that my son can attend because he's going to specialist provision. I know that there's going to be things on that. It's going to be adaptive for him that he can access, which he couldn't before because he can't really do football because he's, he's dyspraxic and he's not really got that coordination. He's got hypermobility. So he's, he's, he's got very poor, uh, you know, gross motor skills and fine motor skills. So I want him to do things that are going to, He's not going to feel like he's not part of the group or he can't do. But if he's with like-minded children, he's going to integrate really fast. He's going to enjoy it. He's not going to see his differences. So I'm definitely going to see if there's something going on after school that he can access. I think that's good and it's a little bit of responsibility for him. And it gives me a little bit of time at home as well to not rush around with working. So it gives that little bit of respite time. Um, and then I'm, what I'm going to do this month, I'm going to book a massaging um for I'm just gonna give myself something every month. I'm gonna treat myself and you know make sure I've got something for me. So if there's something you can do affordable, do it. Just try and get yourself something booked in or something to look forward to. And it, or even if you're just going out with friends and a walk, book it in now. Speak to your friends. I've got a few things booked in with friends over the next you know month. Because I think it's important to reconnect with your friends again. So a lot of the parents that I'm going to reconnect with the we're not going to see each other at school anymore but we're still going to remain friends which is really important so yeah that's me just thought i'd do a few top tips going back to school um and i just want to say you know a big massive thanks to my last you know guest that we've had on i'm a big i'm well not my big cousin my little cousin jane uh, she's a mental health nurse and you know really gives some really good value we talked about our you know our you know with our family being deaf and her experiences and her experiences you know, living with on insulin and how she's navigated being a mum and, you know, working and and so many different things what we always navigate after navigate and be aware of our health. So, you know, being diabetic, you have to be more aware of your environment really and and not miss meals and exercise and do all these things, but also cope with work life and stress. So if you are diabetic, you know, just look after yourself and, you know, and just keep maintaining them, you know, them energy levels. And so, yeah, that's just me. So it's, uh, I can't believe it's the weekend already. And yeah, so everybody keep your calm. Enjoy the next week of the kids going back to school. And if you're not in my group, I've got a free podcast community group called Busy Mums Fitness Corner. And I've just launched a membership to Patreon's membership. Um, so it's, I'll add the links in the show notes. So I'm doing a book club, uh, Busy Mums Book Club. So we do accountability, we're doing a book at the minute. So we're looking at boundaries. We're looking at how we can look at, look at the fundamentals of what, what we need for us to function, to, to to start saying no and what we actually really need. Are we doing things for freedom? Are we doing things for money? But also in the, you know, in the membership, I'm going to, I've been adding food you know food and tips and exercise so there's things in there there's not just going to be about the book the book is going to complement the other things so as the you know the membership you know progresses going to be having more information so there's quite a bit of content in there already so you can always go and have a look i'll leave everything in the the show notes anyway you can have a little nose if you want to and support the podcast that would be amazing and you'll be with you know like-minded people really wants to improve the self-development and self-worth and that's what it's all about isn't it we just we just up level and upgrade all the time i think as human beings that we need to just keep going it's 
you know, regressing is no good and progression is my thing all the time. So, but I'm going to leave it there and otherwise I'm going to keep waffling on. <laughs> so I will speak to you all soon. I've got some, got two new guests coming on next week. So I'm super excited. So look out for two guest speakers next week. So anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you and I'll see you all soon. Bye for now. Did you know you can join and support the show by becoming a Patreon with extra podcast audio, self-development and health support. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you could rate and review the show, that would be great. And thanks for listening. Oh, don't go yet. Did you know you can find me on Amazon? I have over 20 self-published books. From manifesting planners, weight loss and meal planning, gratitude and time blocking, and many more. Bye for now.